0: And now, presenting
1: the Star of the Show podcast
0: with your host,
1: Delaney Swift. Hello, and welcome back to the Star of the Show podcast. I'm your host, Delaney Swift, and I love today's episode. It is definitely a different style Episode than you've probably heard anywhere else because I have not one, not two, but six guests. I have seven total people on this, (laughs) including myself, and they just so happen to be some of the most special people in my life. Today, I am joined by six of my best friends from childhood I have Allie, Megan, Brittany, Caitlin, Erica, and Claudia. And I don't know, we were trying to get Lindsay on, but something was going on with her technology. But I feel like I have a really unique story with my friendships from growing up because my childhood best friends are still my same like core best friends. They're like family at this point, the group of like seven or eight of us who Friends when we were younger are still so close to this day, and we have been through so much. Like, I've even moved states. I grew up in Ohio and I moved away in eighth and ninth grade to Charlotte, North Carolina, then to Las Vegas in 10th and 11th grade. And then, my second semester of my senior year, I came back and graduated from the same high school, had the same friends, moved back into the same house. and it was like no time had passed. I obviously came back to like visit and I came back for like one summer. But our I mean some of my friends on this episode, I have known since I was like 3 or known since I was like in fourth grade or in middle school. Like we have just really grown up together. We've been through so much together through losing loved ones, through breakups, divorce, like just so much, like so many different life changes and getting engaged getting married having kids literally almost all of us live in different states there's only two of us that live in the same state but they don't even live in the same city so not one of us or not you know wait not more than one of us live in the same city so it's actually crazy and we're all in different time zones and somehow we just make it work it's It really does feel like no time has passed whenever I am with these girls, and I think that they, you know, say the same. It's just so special to find friendships like these, and it's not lost on me that that is rare, and some people, you know, don't have friendships like I do. Some people don't even have, like, you know, a, a couple friends that they can call up, and I know that adulthood is... Harder to make friends and foster friendships. So, I do feel really, really lucky that I have had these friends with me through so many ups and downs. And even though we don't speak every day, even though we don't, you know, see each other all the time, it may even be a few times a year, I still feel like these are like my core people, my core humans. And I just feel so grateful. So, I know that that's something special. And you know i obviously i struggle with making friends in my adult my adult life and finding friendships that are as you know good of quality as like the friends that i grew up with and it it really is tough to foster friendships in your adulthood because you have such different lives you have you know partners you have kids sometimes you have jobs like it's just not the same dynamic where you can be around your friends 24/7 and I wanted to bring them on because we were doing this little catch-up. We had to schedule, literally schedule a a time for all of us to virtually get together and catch up on our lives, and it's really hard because we're all, like I said, all in different time zones, but I was like, oh, it would be so fun to do a podcast with everyone and just like hear from them and, and talk about, you know, how we maintain our friendship, and you know, what the challenges are and, and how to find good quality friendships and qualities in people to be friends with. So that is why my wonderful friends are joining me on today's episode. And I hope that you guys can take something out of this episode. These are literally the best quality people. And I think the biggest takeaways is that we support each other. We value, we, we have similar values. We inspire each other. And we're just like our weird ass selves. Like we accept each other and like let each other be ourselves. And like, obviously we all have our quirks. We all have like our, our, our things. And it's just like, I feel as though we are all able to fully accept everyone for who they are. And we all bring different dynamics to that friendship. And so I'm really excited for you guys to be introduced to all of my friends. I'm so incredibly proud of all of them. I'm proud to call them my friends, and I really hope you love them as much as I do. So without further ado, welcome my back home ballers, my besties, (laughs) to the podcast. This is a more unique episode because I have not one, not two, but seven guests. Well, actually six because we don't have Lindsay. She was having tech issues, but I wanted to bring all of my best friends from home on the podcast because I feel like we have a really unique friendship in that, like, we keep in touch really, really well. And even though we don't like talk every day or see each other all the time, we still have a very good relationship and are able to like keep up our friendships really well, keep up with each other's lives, know what's going on, and support each other from afar. So, I have them on today to answer a few questions there's a lot of us so you're gonna get a lot of different voices on this um but there's a few things that i really love about our friendship and i'm sure you know a few of them will touch on this as well but like i said we've been friends for a long time we've been friends through moves through breakups through college through just lives our lives like high and lows And even, like, some of our parents are friends. Some of us have known each other since we were, like, three years old in elementary school, middle school, and now we all live in completely different states. We're all very different, living lots of different lives and different places and different careers. So I would love for everyone to, like, say where they live, where what they do, and what their names are because it's so crazy. We literally all have just, like, very different backgrounds and very different jobs, and that's what I love about us. We're very unique, and I feel like we all bring something to our friendship dynamic that just makes it really special. So, all right, everyone say your name, what you do, and where you live.
0: Sure. uh, I'll get it started. My name's Caitlin. I work at a marketing agency, and I live in Dayton, Ohio.
2: All right, My name's Megan. I live in Cleveland, and I work as a nurse. Um, I just passed my boards, though, so
3: I'm looking for a job as a family Woo!
2: nurse practitioner. <laughs>
3: um, I'm Erica. I work for Crocs as a category manager here in Colorado, and I am currently living in Boulder.
4: I'm Claudia, and I live in Phoenix, Arizona, and I am a sports anchor and reporter, and uh, I teach journalism classes at Arizona State University, and I'm having a baby in three days. <laughs> <laughs> Props to her for being on this right now. <laughs>
2: casually follow that up. Hi, I'm Brittany. I work in healthcare consulting, and I currently live in San Diego, although I bop around quite a bit.
5: Hi, I'm Allison. I live in Washington, D.C., and I'm a resident doctor in ob My friends are smart as hell, <laughs> <laughs> like smarter than me.
1: It's crazy. So the next question is challenges of long-distance friendships, because I feel like there's, it's definitely not easy to maintain friendships and it kind of sucks not being able to see each other all the time. And it's kind of frustrating managing logistics of being in a long distance friendship. So Claudia, can you answer? Because you've definitely been in this situation probably for the
4: longest. I I mean, there's so many challenges that come with long distance friendships, but I feel like if you go into it, uh, like when the distance is created, knowing that these are people you want in your life forever, like you just have to stay in touch which sounds like it's easier said than done but I mean I moved away from Ohio from everybody in the middle of high school and for me it was really important to like keep visiting call my friends like I think at the time we were still like leaving like Facebook videos on each other's like (laughs) Facebook profile and things like that so definitely like just the constant keeping in touch but I also think like one of the things that not to toot my own horn, that I did right was I had a long distance boyfriend in Ohio at the time too. And so I made a point of visiting him, but I always like dedicated at least one day to spend like just with my girlfriends. And like, honestly, I appreciated it like more than, I mean, I'm not, I'm with a different, I'm married to somebody else now. So obviously right call and, Keeping up with my friendships there, but I think like making a point to visit if you can, if you have the means, if not, just like checking in, calling, video calling. I mean, we're so lucky that we have that now.
1: Yeah, definitely. We definitely have a lot more like technologies now than we did then. Not saying we're like that old, but even in like the last, I mean, we started college 10 years ago, so definitely
4: things have changed a lot since We've, then. We've up since the uh, leaving, singing videos on each other's Facebook yeah. profiles. that's better and that feels
1: like yesterday but I mean just yeah just add on to that I feel like the logistics of seeing each other and the like distance and the time is like the hardest thing like I feel like if you have friendships where you actually are going to be in them for a long time or like there's value in being friends with those people for life those things don't seem as big of a deal You know, because it's like there definitely is like logistic challenges. Like we literally had to freaking schedule a time for all of us to connect because all of us are on different time zones, different work schedules. And yeah, it's just like not that's not easy, but I feel like it makes it worth it when you actually have like good friends that you feel like are important enough to maintain. Going off that though, we have some killer friends that are very good at keeping up with people. So, um, next I want to talk about like how to maintain those long term friendships, and you know what tips our friends have for maintaining those. Claudia, um, you can
4: start. As I'm eating my cookies once again, having a baby soon, so that's my excuse. (laughs) Um, I honestly think it's just like it starts with having like a genuine connection with your friends and like having things that you can relate to. And everybody is, I feel like in this group of friends is like, just, we all so genuinely care about each other and the things that are happening in each other's lives. And like, I think overall you get to an age where like you just accept that you're not going to talk every day, but like that occasional like DM or like, it, Erica's like the best at sending like the most random like Instagram videos or something, and just like finding those little things to like connect over, and like even just kind of that like reminder like I'm still here and I'm thinking about you, even if it takes like with Brittany like our text messages just like one long like unresp we don't respond to each other for like a week and then like I'll respond and then she'll take a week. But like, we just have to accept that. And I think we just come to terms with being busy, but like, we all love each other. And it's really clear in the way we continue to communicate with each other.
3: Yeah, I totally agree with all of that, Claudia. Um, and to like add on, I, I feel like, um you know, I, I like to think of myself as somebody that like, keeps everyone connected. Um, but I think we all really do that in a really good way. Um, but I, I really do that by like, making an effort to call people. Like a lot of you will get cold calls from me. Some of you have to plan <laughs> Brittany's schedule is tough. So we usually have to plan it with her, but I just like, if I have a Sunday that I'm free, I just set aside like a couple hours or I'm just going to go for a walk and call friends, um, to check in to see just like, there's never really an agenda, but just to truly catch up and have that one-on-one time with us all living in different, uh, states. Um, And then in addition, I think honestly, like having our group chat is so helpful. And I think we all will chime in every once in a while and just be like, what's new with everyone? Like go through your updates in life. And that has been really helpful as well to just know what everyone has going on. Um, And then lastly is visits. So, I love to travel in general. So, knowing that all of my friends live in really cool places, I, for one, always raise my hand to go visit friends. But at the same time, I love to host and have people visit me. So, like half of you have been out to Colorado already since I've lived here for a, a year and a half. But that is like the best quality time because, first of all, even if we see each other every nine to 18 months, Every time I'm with one of you, it's like we never left each other. And so I think that having those visits is really important to keep that up. The other thing that's helping is like our time in life of weddings, bachelorette parties, all of those events happening right now have absolutely allowed us to have those times to be together in person. And, you know, we'll get to like, I know, um, you know, we all don't all have our family in Cleveland anymore either. So we can't really lean on just going home for the holidays anymore like we used to in high school and college. So that's another big piece of really having to make an effort to make plans with each other. And sometimes it's making plans six months plus in advance, but it seems like that's something that, again, we're all really great at doing and making sure we see each other
4: like we all like feel confident that even when we're like all like married or like have our kids or whatever it is like even when those life events that like naturally bring people together are over like college is like so hard for visiting friends especially if we went to different places and we managed through that and then it was just you know we're gonna go through that phase again but I think because we've stayed connected for literally like over a decade. It doesn't matter that once everyone's married and there's no like life event, we're just going to make it, you know, we're just going to like take a girl's trip. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. And outside of like all of the big life events, because I know our group is really experiencing a lot of that. It seems like kind of all at once. Um, Everyone's so amazing at, you know, sending sending those congratulatory texts or like reaching out and, and talking. But one thing that our group has kind of recently started doing is uh, we've been using a platform called Letterloop to send newsletters, and the really cool thing about that is we all have the ability to pick out questions to ask one another, um, sometimes some topics that like don't usually come up in regular conversation, so maybe like... What are you most looking forward to at work or do you have a big life event that you're preparing for? And it's just a really good way to uh, start conversations with everyone that, you know, we are busy. We don't always get time to do that like we used to. So I don't know. Everyone here is just really great at at staying connected with one another. And like Erica said, you can tell when we finally get to see one another, it seems like we haven't been apart.
1: Yeah, that letter loop thing, um, Caitlin arranged that. And I was bad and I didn't do it for the first two months because it was going to my email that I never check, but I got forwarded it. And so I was reading through, but it's literally like it sends you emails of like questions that you answer and then it sends it to you in like a newsletter where it's like compiles every single person's answer. So then you get to read like all these updates that are going on in your friends' lives. And it even asks, I feel like some deep questions. So we get... A little bit deeper responses and it's just fun to see what's going on in people's lives get an update and hear from people responses that we may not hear from just like, a quick text here and there um so shout out caitlin shout out letter loop um
0: <laughs> yeah the other thing too for letter loop that i didn't share was We are um, kind of stands for for videos and photos, so you can send some silly ones, too, just within the group chat to surprise people, so that's kind of fun, too.
1: (laughs) Don't be surprised if you get a really fun one of, like, my butt or something. (laughs) I
4: hope I do.
0: Yeah, honestly, me, too. I'm fine with that.
4: I'm still waiting for Erica to text the pictures we took of her at her bachelorette party, so if we want to start mm -hmm. there... (laughs)
3: on my we phone sent them to her mom Is
5: there my phone?
4: <laughs> the
3: one she was in but still <laughs> and jill it was
0: we took some fire ones of caitlin on her bachelorette it's true it's true they've only been seen honestly by one human being but that's the way it's supposed to be right and you all got to see my button all of us so. yeah yeah Caitlin, if
2: you want to change that, let me know. Laura's
1: yeah, sure. I'll text you
0: after this call. <laughs> Don't worry. People
2: at Letterloop are like, whoa.
0: <laughs> no, they want to sponsor us now. Come on.
1: <laughs> we'll be sponsored for photos of our asses. Okay. Um, with that being said, <laughs> not a Wait, great no, transition. Good.
4: What a great group to have ass photos of. I mean, honestly, true. <laughs>
0: true. great butt. <laughs> Allie, looking forward to your wedding day, Megan, you as well. So.
3: <laughs> we like athletic booties too.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so with that being said, I would love for for us to talk about like the best qualities in friendships and just for people who maybe aren't like don't feel like they have a good group of girlfriends from growing up or from high school or college, or maybe they live in a city where they don't have a lot of girlfriends and they're looking for new friends I know it can be challenging to make friends in adulthood like that especially like good quality friends that you know are going to be in your life forever it's just it's different in adulthood um but that being said like what are some good qualities in long-term friendships or in adult friendships all the above
2: I mean, I feel like there are so many things, right? Like people that you have common value systems with, people that have common interests, like those things are, I feel like, table stakes. I think something that's unique about all of you and something that I seek in deep friendships is people that inspire me. I think just like surrounding yourself um, with individuals that can do that, surrounding yourself with individuals that can inspire you in different ways (laughs) is really important. Um, Like, Allie, I'm just so inspired by everything you do, but I think most importantly it's the way that you push my viewpoints on the world and like really challenge my way of thinking and really push me to be honest about like what I know and don't know about particular topics and if I don't know things to go seek out that information so I really appreciate that in you Claudia I really really, and
3: baby lemons oh my lord and and your your love for running
2: that's actually probably the one issue that I don't (laughs) Didn't feel inspired by Ali. The lime lemon debate. I still don't. I still do agree with that one. Um, but Claudia, I feel like the way you pursue people and friendships is so inspiring. Like I don't know if I've ever had a more like genuine friend who is just like relentlessly pursuing people. Um, and I really appreciate that about you, Erica. The way that you are like so incredibly adventurous and also kill it in the corporate world is like so balanced and so badass. Um, and Meg, I feel like the way you're just such a cool, chill girl through and through is something I like hope to channel in my everyday life. So I really appreciate your energy. Um, Caitlin, I love the way that you care about people, like the way you show up for your scholarship program, the way you show up for all of us and are constantly thinking about like new ways we can connect, like the ladder loop idea. You're just so thoughtful in all those ways. And also the way you push yourself, like pushing yourself to grow and be challenged is something that does not go unnoticed. Um, Delaney, you inspire me to be more myself. Like I feel like every time I s- see you post something, every time I see you like post a video, big or small, I'm like, that is so Delaney, and you're just always so you through and through, and I love that. So finding friends that inspire
0: you is really important.
1: Aw, I love you.
0: Can we do podcasts with Brit like all the time? I know,
5: <laughs> or just like send us like a hype up text. <laughs> yeah, always here. I think like.
2: Uh, we're all really supportive of each other and very encouraging and just genuine people. I think we mentioned that already, but I think finding friendships who just are constantly uplifting you and not you're not comparing yourselves to friends and we actually want the best for everyone is so important. And I think that's why we've been able to like be friends this whole entire time and like constantly are rooting for each other. And I think that's so important.
4: I
1: completely agree. That is actually really one thing that I, like, I had written down is I really do actually feel like we are, like, supportive of one another. Like, I have, I used to feel kind of, like, weird and out there because of my interests were different than other people, and it's not like they're really that weird, but I just have always, like, had more of, like, a creative side of myself, never was really into, like, sports, and so, like, growing up, I felt like I had different interests than everyone, and now I just feel like you guys have, like, seen me through, like, so many different stages of my life, but, like, know me to my core and, like, know what things are me and what things aren't me and, like, can spot that. And it's so refreshing to, like, be around people and have, like, such a core group of people that know that version of you and can, like, cheer you on through that. Like, I feel like all of you are, like, genuinely happy for me when things happen and, like, vice versa. Like, And because we have all such different paths and I'm just like, this is so amazing. I'm like, I cried when Allie graduated med school, like, you know, (laughs) like bawled my eyes out.
3: I feel like the other thing about that Delaney is like, you know, it's in our nature, like we're, you know, to be competitive, but like, we all took such different paths, even in high school, we were all on different paths in different sports, in different clubs focused on different you know subjects that I think like it allowed us to all fully just want the best and we were we never went through like this competitive phase we we're never interested in the same guys except maybe in seventh grade and Brittany and Allie but other than <laughs> that you know like there was never like a com- a competitiveness with our friendship that I think also allowed us to like really kind of have that super genuine friendship and support for each other
1: Yeah, nothing past, like, surface-level middle school shit.
4: (laughs) But honestly, I feel like that's so true to this day, is, like, I feel like even in high school, like, our friendships were so genuine when other... Like, I feel like we saw other people around us, like, kind of, like, mold a friendship that they thought looked good for everybody else, whereas, like, we were kind of, like... I I don't know how to describe us, because I feel like we weren't, like uncool in any way. And I hate to say like, even put labels on it, but I just feel like we were all so genuinely ourselves. And it was honestly, most of the time, pretty weird. And like, it was never, I don't, I just think we were just kind of like, we didn't care about anybody else around us and what anybody else was doing. And like, we would literally be in the same environment as other kids our age having a totally different experience and I always felt like we were having more fun than anybody else Yeah, and it's because we were being ourselves and weird and I feel like we've all like drastically changed but like we're still those like 15 year olds completely
3: agree I agree honestly I do like all of us are very like if you looked at us in high school or like we said what we wanted to do or like what like type of life we would be like you would not be surprised by any of us yeah.
0: yeah no we're all pretty spot on yeah. honestly
3: yeah that's,
0: that's lame maybe <laughs>
3: that may be Lindsay. i'm kidding i'm just throwing her under
1: the bus because she's not here <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna listen to this like okay so allison yes what's your favorite memory of us or like give us some favorite memories because i feel like clearly we have some like we have yeah. great memories as, as kids as claudia said we were fucking weird but we were cool because we were ourselves yeah but i feel like you you were like the center of a lot of like our hangouts when we were younger so
5: give us some nostalgia okay first i want the record to say that we're actively DMing Uh-oh. each other inside jokes <laughs> um because that's just- we could never possibly not bring up these things as we go through these conversations. No. Um, okay. I'm going to take this from a seasonal approach. My favorite memory from each season, which spans over the friendship. Okay. okay. So um, let's start with the obvious one is the summer times. Cause those are like all the best memories. Um, and this is obviously the, the summertime is like the high school, uh, the sneaking out like what Claudia was alluding to we were kind of well behaved yeah. but like you know you get that little thrill that little adrenaline rush from doing something bad like sneaking it out of my head we thought we were being so bad and we never did anything bad you're yelling at me not to tell people about this no. I'm like nobody cares you're literally having a baby <laughs> thinking. Well, sex guys. <laughs> we thought we were being bad but
4: continue we were not Don't tell Claudia's parents.
5: (laughs) Um, (laughs) We were not doing that bad. We would sneak out in the middle of the night. We would go skinny dipping. And, like, there was a genuine fear that, like, we were going to be stranded without our clothes on a dock in the middle of the lake. Like, it was a little bit risky, but, like, overall not, like, a life or death situation we were putting ourselves in. Um, So definitely the summer times in high school. Moving into the fall... Um, the fall kind of spans into college also, but it's definitely like the bonfires. Um, in the later years at Erica's house, I think I was having them, Megan definitely was having them in high school. Um, and like, I can literally just like smell it and like smell the like Ohio fall air and like us driving around together. Ugh. That's, like, what I would go back to if I could for, like, one night. Um, The winter, I'm going to throw it back to, like, middle school. Like, we would go sledding. We would, like, take our little sleds and we would make snow angels. In middle school, we would go in my hot tub and then we would, like, have competitions for who could sit in the snow the longest until their, like, extremities were blue, um, which was stupid. And we all still have frostbite from it. (laughs) Yeah, we all of our toes just turn a little bit blue every winter.
2: Does the whipped cream party not get a shout out for the winter time? Yeah.
5: We just didn't know any better. (laughs) And then springtime, I would say, like, getting back from college or coming back um, for people's weddings. So, like, I feel like a lot of reunions happen in the springtime, like, you're coming out of the winter... And you like get to catch up again in the spring and the spring in Ohio is like kind of still winter, but like you'd come home from college for like Easter or a lot of people's weddings, like just happened to be in the spring. So I feel like that's like a warm feeling that that's associated with. Um, yeah. These are some of my favorite memories, the ones that I can share at least. And I want to yeah.
4: state for the record that Allie's house was like the place that we would go to be, Bad, but it wasn't bad. It was just like eat mac and cheese and like candy and like sneak out and like TV a house and then go back home and go to bed. And like <laughs> Erica's was the house that was also fun, but we would be a little bit healthier at Erica's house. But they also <laughs> yeah. lived in the coolest neighborhood ever. So like the lake that they were alluding to was like I think for all of us, like our whole childhood was just like. Okay, we're we going to the lake today to hang out with our friends who are lucky enough to live in that neighborhood because it was like summer camp year round. Yeah. Shout out. For sure.
1: My favorite is when Lindsay was over, Erica's. We were having a sleepover and <laughs> Lindsay was so hungry and she went up into the kitchen and she was like, Erica was like giving suggestions of snacks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was it's like, it was like she was like
3: Erica. We don't want your grass chips. <laughs> <laughs> just so mad. We're all like Like Steven Gushers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone wanted Allie's Cosmo brownies or Cosmic brownies <laughs> and Gushers <laughs> and mac and cheese and you so had to like my chocolate cakes. And it was not Honey Nut Cheerios. Just the regular Cheerios, <laughs> the only option, were hummus or watered down apple juice.
0: I was gonna say the watered down apple juice,
3: sugar free ice cream. No, 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 we had good ice cream. Ice cream was oh, good.
0: there's always ice cream in the saving household.
3: True, I agree. <laughs> I think you owe it all to me. But Erica,
0: if you
2: wouldn't have chased me around with hummus, I don't think I would be where I am today. So
1: <laughs> hard transition. <laughs> it's like hard to wrangle all these people. Okay, so the last question is how to navigate holidays, visits with your family and your friends, because now like a lot of us live, pretty much every single one of us live in a different state. I think Caitlin and Megan are the only people that live in the same state, but they don't even live in the same city. So like not one of us live in the same city. And some of our parents don't even live like where we grew up anymore. Um, And all of us, for the most part, have like significant others we have to factor in, which is a whole another layer that's just annoying. And I'm speaking from personal experience how do you feel like we go about navigating seeing family, seeing friends and just like making that work and making time for those people? And I'll, I can go first, (laughs) but I feel like it's, there's really like no easy answer. I mean, I still go up home to visit my mom and my grandma. Those are the only people really that I have family wise back in our hometown. So whenever I'm there, I try to like see whoever's there. So usually that's like Megan or Erica will sometimes be in town at the same time. And like every once in a while around like holidays or weddings or whatever, like a lot of us will be there. So I feel like anytime any one of us is there, we'll like try to see the other person. And like, sometimes it helps because like we can get together with our parents, like to go for walks or, you know, some of our parents are friends. So we'll just like do something all together and it, it just makes it really like homey and like easy. And it feels like we're like knocking or killing two birds with one stone because we're seeing our family and our friends and it's like fun for everyone involved. Um, and then I feel like Erica, I will give her a lot of credit because she's a planner and I'm not like planning gives me a lot of anxiety. So like Erica will like force us to plan things and then like, it'll give me anxiety to plan. And then I'm so happy that I did. It's like girl math. Like you, you pay for a trip and then you have it a few months later and you're so happy because you're like, it's like a free trip that I'm going on (laughs) that like (laughs) I forgot about, you know? So having things to look forward to. And it's nice because we have a lot of bachelorettes and like weddings and things like that, that we get to see each other for. But Having those things planned, and like just making the time anytime you're in the same city as someone else, like I saw Brittany for like a few hours when I was on a work trip. She literally drove an hour and a half, and I ubered an hour and a half for us to meet in the middle and we got together for like two or three hours. She had to wake up early the next day like we just you you just make it work if you're in the same city you're near another person and savor that time that you have with the person but Erica, do you have something else to add?
3: Um, And with those plans, expect um, a a text here in like a week or so about when you'll be home for Christmas time for those of you traveling because we will make plans soon. But with that said, like Delaney's right, like I have anxiety the other way. If I don't have plans, it gives me anxiety because once I know a plan then I can start to plan other things instead of this like loose, like, well, I'll be home for 10 days, have no idea what I'm doing. Like, I'd rather like have the plan so I can know other things. So that's so that is like my number one thing is like when I do go home I'm like Megan because she lives in Cleveland like what like what day are you free this week like let's make sure we get together like bring the dog over like bring your mom over whatever that's the other point is like you know if I'm if I and Delaney I feel like you're really similar when you go home and Brit it's like a few days and then so you're like well let's do something with our parents because then we're seeing our friends but we're still spending time with our family so kind of connecting those two Brit comes to my Hanukkah parties, like, with my entire family. So, like, there's little things that you can do, I think, like, that we do that integrate both, but also just the planning ahead and, like, seeing, like, when is everybody free, trying to make a time that everybody works, and then having people over, going to bars, going shopping, walking around, like, our hometown – downtown i think there's so many different ways to just spend whether it's even like getting together for an hour or spending a whole t- day together like it's so important to make that time for each other when we do go home and especially with all of us like balancing like work a lot of times when we're also home so it's yeah definitely important to make time for each other and um caitlin claudia ally i hope you guys come to cleveland again for christmas at some point
0: yeah. Text me. I need, I need some deets.
3: Well, friends,
1: this has been a podcast with back home ballers. Also we call <laughs> ourselves back home ballers. If you guys ever seen that Thanksgiving skit that SNL did, everyone's like posting videos of themselves doing it now when I feel like we were like the original friends that, that we no, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, we call ourselves the back home ballers and I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for doing this and like taking the time out of our scheduled time to catch up to do this. You guys are all the fucking realist. And I'm so, so grateful that I'm friends with all of you because seriously, I would not be the same person if I didn't have you guys in my life.
3: Delaney, (laughs) can we just have a moment to just mention your microphone? Because you pulled that out and everyone's face was still straight. (laughs) And I was like, where did that just come from? (laughs)
1: It's huge. It's usually on this stand, but I took it off because I didn't want to hold the
3: stand. It's literally the size of your head. I'm dead. You took it out, and I was like, no, no one else, no one else's face is gonna react to this. <laughs> oh my god.
1: Okay, with that, I'm gonna stop recording. Over and out.
2: Love
3: you guys so much. Yeah. Love you. Love you. <laughs>
1: Thank you so much for listening to that episode. If you are loving the podcast, please, please leave a rating and review and tell others what you're loving about the show. It really helps grow the podcast and helps me create more content for you. If you have suggestions for the pod or questions you'd like me to answer, you can always email staroftheshowpod at gmail.com. Thanks again, and I'll see you next Wednesday.